We sit down with head baseball coach Andrew Gibson in his first year at the helm of the baseball program. Uh, coach, exciting week ahead, opening week and, and opening day, just a couple of days away. Uh, we appreciate you carving out some time and, and what I'm sure is a busy time period for you. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, ought to be a fun year for sure. Absolutely. You're coming in. Uh, you're inheriting a team that's got some, some fairly high expectations, especially in conference play. Uh, obviously, you're very familiar with Bellhaven and, and uh, having played here and graduated from here and, and coached here for a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about the team first, and then we can kind of dive into some other things. Uh, obviously, coming off of a, a pretty strong year overall, uh, this this last uh, campaign went 21-18, and 18, but finished 12-5 and 5 in conference, had a high seed in the conference tournament. The conference tournament didn't go the way uh, that, uh, that we would have wanted, but uh, obviously, that kind of set the the ground floor for some high expectations uh you've got some returning faces brett sanchez probably headlines that group as as the reigning d3 baseball.com pitcher of the year uh pitcher of the year and uh preseason all-american you got guys like hunter estes and, and some of these guys that were uh big parts of your lineup but you're also going to have to uh replace some guys that, that departed after last year your basically your entire infield minus hunter estes uh is no longer here what uh let's talk about the returners i guess first returning a guy like brett sanchez who, who's been around and this is your first year coaching him but he's been around this program for a long time he's been one of the most dominant pitchers in division three coming as a new coach and and being able to just walk in and go okay there's there's one item checked off my list that's got to be a, a really big boost as a coach for you yeah it is and you know they used him in in some different roles last year uh he's going to start game one for us at the hendrix tournament um, you know, he, he pitched a lot this summer, so we had him shut down this fall. Uh, but he's been he's been really good so far this early spring. Uh, we've got him built up to handle somewhere between a 75 and 100 pitch workload uh, his first outing. And, you know, the way he goes, that, that, could, that could be a complete game a lot yeah. of times. Um, you know, obviously with him having uh, – I guess three or four years under his belt, some teams are, are going to game plan against him. Um, but, you know, he, he's he's the definition of what a, a true pitcher is in our program. He controls the strike zone. He controls the running game. He controls his pre- and, and post-pitch thought process. And, and, you know, he's a guy that, that ought to be able to get us deep into games on yeah. almost every outing. I'm interested because beyond Sanchez, the rotation becomes a little bit murkier. It's a lot of new faces. Uh, what can you tell us about kind of the rest of the rotation? I know I know plans change throughout the year, but what can we expect from the rest of the rotation, uh, you know, past Brett? Yeah, we've got three or four guys kind of competing for those spots. Uh, what we're going to do in, in week one is we're going to start um, Will Swift in, in game two um, and then Cade May in game three. Uh, Swift is obviously a guy that was a – was a key piece in the in the wheel last year. Uh, pitched primarily out of the bullpen, mm -hmm. um, but you know, kind of similar to uh, to Sanchez, Swift just competes and and throws strikes and controls the running game and you know does all the things that that we need the, him to do to get a quality start. Um, Cade May is a guy that is a you know is a four pitch mix. He'll he'll run it up to eighty seven, eighty eight, but <clears throat> it's a lot of 85, 86, uh, can move the fastball around. Um, you know, he, he's a guy that can certainly anchor anchor that, that third game of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the lineup is, is uh, going to see a lot more turnover. Uh, Hunter Estes is back. He was leading hitter for the Blazers last year. He hit 344. Uh, but outside of him, in your, in your, 
everyday players, uh, nobody's back. Uh, you've got Owen Abney, who, who saw some time towards the end of the year uh, and hit pretty well, and, and same with uh, Braden Muse. But beyond that, a lot of these guys are not back. Uh, Dawson Albin, Nick Lacido, Kyle McLaughlin, Matthew Charbonnet, Caleb Whittle, Nathan Aaron. That's basically the starting nine from last year. Uh, what, uh, what have you seen from guys in, in prep- preparation? Who are some names that we can look forward to this weekend as, as you fill out the, the rest of the, uh, the lineup? Yeah, so, well, first of all, it was good to see those guys from last year back at the alumni Absolutely, game. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, they, they obviously showed up, and uh, and some of them certainly showed out. Uh, as far as this year's team, you're right, it's a lot of new faces and a lot of versatile position players. So, uh, to sit here and say that, you know, we're going to – the starting nine that we roll out on Friday is going to be the starting nine in game 40, I'd probably be lying to you. Yeah. Um, but around the infield – uh, you're looking at, at Owen Abney and Cooper Janzetich at third base. Uh, both guys uh, have some power. Um, both guys have some swing and miss. Um, so, you know, just being able to kind of ride their hot streaks I think is going to be a, a major play. Uh, Noah Foster is going to start game one at shortstop. Um, he's, a, he's a nice player, athletic, can defend it, uh, will be a, a main piece at the top of the order for us. Uh, Hunter Harrell will start at second base, game one. Uh, both of those guys are JUCO products from Mississippi, uh, which we're excited about. You know, we've got a lot of Mississippi and Alabama junior college players. Um, Harrell is just a winner. Uh, he's a guy that, that, you know, when the game's on the line, he's going to find a way to get it done. Um, it'll be some sort of a combination at first base between Estes and Muse and, and maybe Connor McHenry at times. Um, behind the plate's going to be new. Uh, going into this first weekend, uh, we'll probably tag team Thomas Hollingsworth and Aiden De La Serta. Uh Muse will also get some time back there. Connor McHenry will also get some time back there. Um, in the outfield, it's a, it's a pretty fresh look. Uh, Cole Fletcher's going to start in center, I think, game one. Um, another versatile, athletic Mississippi Junior College piece. Uh, Josh Nutzi is a guy that can play the infield or the outfield. He'll likely start in left um, game one for sure. Uh, and then right's kind of a toss-up. Uh, we're kind of getting down to the wire with some guys. There's a couple of options out there. Um, Aubrey Gathright is certainly an option. Uh, he's, he's, he's been banged up a little bit this early spring, but the bats that he has had are, have been good. Uh, Easton Lemuel's a freshman. That's a nice player um, that could see some time out there. Uh, and then Tristan Pearson. Um, yeah. You know, Tr- Pearson is a guy that can play every corner position on the field, first, third, left, right. Uh, <clears throat> he'll be a, a, a good piece at the top of our order, does a really good job with at-bats and, and, and knows our system offensively and, and runs the base as well. So um, those guys will be kind of these main pieces in, in week one, and then we'll kind of figure, figure things out from there. I'm interested, obviously, you're coming in as a new coach and then you've got a lot of new faces. Uh, and you've had, you've had you know, some fall workouts and, and obviously spring practices getting ready. But, but it's hard to really project what guys are going to do until, you know, that first, you've got a different jersey across from you and that first pitch is thrown. Do you kind of use these first couple of weeks to go, okay, I thought I liked this here or this player here or this player in this part of the lineup and no, I want to try to change things up. Is that what you kind of use your non-conference schedule for or uh, is it, hey, they, we're going to stick with this long term and then you know, if we get to the middle part of the year and it's still not working, then we'll find something else. I guess, I guess it's a patience thing and how quickly are you going to look to make changes uh, early in the year? 
Uh, it just kind of depends on what they do. Um, you know, obviously, it, it's, I, I told some guys yesterday, if we're 10-0 and 0 and winning every game by eight runs, there's not a whole lot that we probably need to change. Yeah. Um, you know, but if we're 0-10 and, and losing by eight runs a game, then there's a lot that we're going to need to change. Yeah. Um, you know, our early contest, you know, we played Holmes in the fall. Uh, the guys showed well. We pitched it really well. Uh, played our alumni last weekend. Same thing. We didn't we didn't do as much offensively as I would have liked last week uh, against the alumni, but we we certainly pitched it well enough to stay in the ball game. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna score in multiple ways. Um, you know, we're gonna run the bases hard. We're gonna be aggressive there. Uh, we're gonna handle the bat when we need to hit the long ball. We we've, we've got the power to be able to do that. Um, you know, so to answer your question, I think a lot of it just depends on performance. Um, obviously, you want to get some of these guys into a rhythm. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is that we establish a lineup every game that we feel confident can go win that game. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's going to be a lineup in, in, injected with a bunch of power bats. Uh, maybe the wind's blowing out 30 miles an hour at Abilene next, or two weeks from now. Yeah. You know, um, if the wind's blowing in 30, 40 miles an hour and we've got to score in, in ways that don't involve extra base hits and it may be a, a different bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, the thing that I like about this team is that we're versatile. We've got multiple shortstops. Um, you know, you've got multiple guys that played center field at the junior college level. So I always like to kind of recruit that way and, and kind of trickle it out from middle in, um, you know, middle to out. So uh, we're fortunate I, I got here in time where we could get five or six players on board in the month of July um, that certainly fit that bill. So, you know, I, I think this early portion is obviously important because we don't have the automatic qualifier. Uh, we try to set this schedule up where if we, if we do what we're supposed to do, the committee's going to have a hard time keeping us out. Yeah. Absolutely, and I mentioned that kind of leads into this, this next question. Uh, setting expectations, because you are in a tricky spot where this year there's still no a, uh, automatic qualifier in the CCS. Uh, so if you want to get into that national tournament, you've got to do so based off of your record, your strength of schedule, who you play, who you beat. Uh, I mentioned because that's I think that makes it tougher for a coach to come in and set, here's our expectation, because there's a whole bunch of Division Three baseball teams, uh, and it's really, really tough to get an at-large bid into that tournament. How do you set expectations, and what are your expectations for the team this year in conference and overall? Yeah, we want to win every game we play. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously in baseball that's that's hard to do. Um, but, you know, with, with this particular team uh, anchored by this, this starting pitching staff, I, I think we've got a chance to, to actually make some noise. Um, you know, obviously – I've spent time here at the NAI level. Um, I've spent time at the Division One level. I don't. I don't know what our league looks like, you know. Yeah. Um, and I had to be honest with you. I haven't even started preparing for that. Um, we're focused on this this first week, um, and, and you know, getting off to a good start. Um, you know, as far as big expectations, I told these guys if if they're the if they're the most mentally tough team on the field and the most physically tough team on the field, they will put themselves in a position to win a championship. Yeah. Um, you know, that may be lofty uh, in year one, but it's certainly something that we're aiming for. 
Yeah, I'm interested as we kind of wrap up here. Uh, obviously, you played here. You graduated from here. You played under uh, legendary head coach Hill Denson, and, and then you coached uh, on the staff for a little bit, um, and then you saw some time uh, coaching at Southeastern Louisiana at the Division One level, coming back to Belhaven and, and uh, being in a place that you played, and, and I know that means a lot to you and, and the people. Uh, we, we had the alumni game on Saturday, and they, there were 40-plus, 50 alums there that uh, uh, were really excited to, to be back and be a part of the program. Uh, does that add a little bit of an extra element to you, uh, just make it a little bit more sweet to to come back and, and not only coach baseball, which I know you love, but coach baseball specifically here at the Bellhaven uh, at Bellhaven University. Yeah, man. I mean, this place is is extremely special to me, and you know that alumni game this past weekend proved why this place is what it is. Yeah. You know, when you've got people spanning five decades in in the dugout across from you. Um, you know, there's a genuine care about this place. Um, you know, Bellhaven's one of the most successful baseball programs in the Southeast over the course of the last 60 or 70 years mm-hmm. from a winning percentage standpoint. Um, fell on hard times a little bit during the transition to Division III. Um, that takes a knot out of everybody yeah. when they make that move. Um, you know, but one thing that I told our guy or told the alumni is I, I think they're going to be impressed with the – the level of talent that's on the field. Um, Pre-transfer portal era, I don't know that they would have been. Yeah. Uh, But the way this transfer portal has changed the economy of of players, um, we're getting players at this level that can compete at a high level. Yeah. Um, You know, we're not rolling 15 deep and 90-plus arms, uh, but we've got guys that can really pitch. Um, and, And then offensive players that are extremely versatile, uh, you know, that can play a bunch of positions on the field and do what we want them to do offensively. Um, so to, to answer your question, man, it, 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 it certainly brings an element that I want to make those people proud, yeah. not only our alumni, uh, but our administration. And, you know, I spent four years here as a student, three years as an assistant coach, um, you know, and, and to get this thing back to the prominence that it should be is something that's certainly high on my list to do. Absolutely. The Bellhaven baseball program kicks off their season this weekend at the Hendricks season opener up in Con- uh, Conway, Arkansas. Take on Hendricks and uh, Westminster out of Missouri on Friday. That's a 1 o'clock and a 5 o'clock uh, first pitch in those two games, and then you play Westminster again on Saturday. Uh, Going to be a little bit before your home. February 23rd is the first home dates for the Blazers. They host St. Thomas out of Houston, uh, a three-game set Friday and Saturday at Trustmark Park. That, of course, will be on the Blazers Sports Network. Uh, Coach, good luck this weekend. We appreciate your time and looking forward to speaking to you uh, throughout the year. Thanks, Kenneth. Appreciate it. We heard from head softball coach Kevin Griffin, head baseball coach Andrew Gibson about their upcoming campaigns. Both teams back at it this year, uh, starting up this weekend. So make sure to tune in, support the Blazers uh, on both sets of diamonds. Uh, We'll be back next week to talk to both coaches and kind of recap their opening weekends and uh, break down some more uh, Bellhaven athletics.